What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 288 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? This week, we're geeking out about the video game awards, movie sequels, and video game TV shows. And I realized I didn't think of any puns. I'm sorry. Let the fan so, base down. So this is all technically the game awards, all three of these highlights. That's true. Yeah, we're basically just geeking out about the video game awards. Um, but they've gone big enough that like, it's really cool that there's trailers and news from every category of our podcast in the video game yeah. awards now. Yeah. You and there was, crazy. there was even a trailer for Nightmare Alley, which had nothing to do with video games, but it was Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. So I'm, it's like, it's, I don't know. I'm almost upset about it. Like all the <laughs> Matrix stuff. Like I understand. That, oh yeah. The Matrix. Game. There was a Matrix but trailer. On I'm there like, too. no, no, no. Oh, Keep your yeah. other crap out of my stupid <laughs> game show i don't even watch the awards anymore i don't watch for the game announcements are you gonna show me movie announcements too boo yep they are that's fair i as long as they're video game based i guess i'm more okay yeah, with it i'm fine something with that's that. not video game based in a movie yeah. like that just seems awkward <laughs> exactly yeah. that's why i was like oh keanu reeves coming up here what are you gonna talk about your movie your stupid matrix movie and he did but then, yes i guess they also have a game but also why was that the last announcement I'm a little salty, if you couldn't tell, but I always am. <laughs> Sips on a <Cool>. drink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's uh, none of my business meme. Yeah. Can't see that through the podcast, but it was perfect. <laughs> yeah, um, it was. yeah, it kind of shows an evolution in video games uh, as a media, just that there are movies and TV that's becoming more accepted. Usually, we hear movie news about a video game and we go, ugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the stuff we're pretty excited about, or at least I am. Um, we'll talk about it oh, yeah. in a second. Let's let's we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, first, let's talk about video games that we have been playing. Go ahead, LJ. Okay, um, I have been playing a, f- a few different things. Um, the first thing I do want to talk about is a game called Fights in Tight Spaces, and okay. it is a it's on Steam right now. I believe it might be on Xbox as well, uh, but. Basically, if you think of Super Hot as like a John Wick simulator, like shooter, this is almost like the other half. This simulates the like kind of close quarters, like fight scene parts of of that okay. those movies. And um, it is a card system, like that, like when you're on the the like in the arena kind of part of it. Um, and then there's like movement cards and everything, but uh, it's super neat uh, because you can do um, like some cards will be like you know a slip where you can like slip out of a corner or something and like cut through like an angle and, and get out of the way um then there's cards like um like uh like a front kick that like pushes them a space because like it's all about planning your movement movements around their actions so like mm-hmm. there might be one guy with a gun so you can play a card that will kick the guy or move another enemy in that guy's way. So, like, when he goes to shoot at you, it'll he'll be shooting at his, his ally instead. So there's, like, a lot of cool little, like, different things you can do with those cards. There's one where it's, like, a, oh, I think it's, like, a wall punch or wall kick or something. And so you can only play that one, like, when you're up against the wall. And he'll do, like, an animation where um, he, uh, like, bounces off the wall and hits somebody. And 
it's got that look where it's like like super hot as well where it's like very minimalistic like kind of white area and like colored enemies and stuff like that um it's super cool though uh i recommend people looking into that it is a roguelike with cards though so i know how a lot of people might feel about cards and things like that but uh it's super cool my my favorite thing is that uh when you're done with a scenario you can do a replay and so if like you do some really cool stuff and it flows really well it looks amazing nice that's pretty yeah. cool yeah so that's been super fun uh the the other thing i have been playing is um century age of ashes and this was that uh dragon pvp game that got announced during the game awards last year actually uh which is kind of neat um oh that's right i remember yeah yeah and so it's officially out now i got sent a, a founders pack which was cool since i've been covering that game across betas and stuff i was very nervous when i first played this game because uh when it first came out because it just felt so unbalanced and chaotic and I was like, man, this is going to be a mess. Like, I'm so disappointed because, like, I had fun with it during the beta. And then apparently they did some server-side work since it came out, like, a, a few days ago. And so I went back to it the other day, and it felt good again. And so I was excited that, like, okay, like, I can enjoy this game again. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, it's, it's neat. And, like, the way you unlock, like, other dragons and stuff is that uh, you purchase eggs from the shop it is free to play so there is like currency and, and all that and um mm. to hatch an egg you have to complete certain ob objectives like throughout your matches and stuff and so it'll like when you hatch it it starts off looking like this little baby thing and then like when you finish hatching it and complete all those objectives it's it's full grown and you can write it and um it's pretty sick yeah and it's fun it's pretty like they make it easy enough to where like they made the game for it to work well on controllers so it's not like you have to like it's not some super semi like inverted control like thing like it's it's super easy to like get into um yeah lastly my favorite part about that game is that um so with the founders pack i got like a couple like legendary dragons with it and so there's this uh, thing like so you can equip like armor pieces to your dragons like for cosmetics and then so uh, when you try to do that on a legendary dragon and it, it makes this like message that says like your dragon is too prideful to wear this armor like do you want to unequip it so you can <laughs> yeah so I was like that is so cool like you know he's the legendary is just too good like for that armor you know like, <laughs> so I was just like that's that's so neat um so that was just a nice, fun touch. Um, but yeah, they do that thing where there's like a couple different classes and you have different abilities and, and stuff. Almost like a hero shooter type of system. But uh, it's fun. It's free to play on Steam and I believe it's coming out to consoles next year. So um, cool. yeah, those are a few cool things I've been playing lately. Uh, how about y'all? What about you, Shelly? Uh, so I think last week, or not last week, sorry, I wasn't around last week, but the week before <laughs> I mentioned that I bought DMC5 Special Edition. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I played it. I beat it. It's not very long. Yeah, um, pretty short. But that's fine. So I beat the original, and I actually did play on the easiest mode because I have never played a Devil May Cry game before, and I wanted to, I don't know, just get through it and try it mm -hmm. and i had fun um but now i'm playing through as virgil because that's the extra special edition perk is that you can play through the game as virgil yeah so that's kind of what i'm working on now and that's pretty fun too 
Um, yeah, I like the game. It's so... It's, like, probably the most anime game that's not intentionally anime. Yeah. <laughs> like, the style is not anime, but yeah. the characters and the dialogue and the scenarios... <laughs> It's just anime, so yeah. that's why I like it, because I'm a freaking weeb, so I, <laughs> I take those, but, like, it's so cheesy, mm-hmm. and there's some, there's just, uh, but I like cheese. I like, a, I like a good level of cheese, and I don't like when something's way too cheesy, which things yeah. can get way too cheesy, but that game, it's, like, a good level Ooh, of cheese for me. You, um, should, you should try, there's, like, a special, like, I don't, it's not, like, a director's cut mode, but it's, like, a alternate thing where it changes the cutscenes. And then half of it looks like they just took parts of like the production, and it just looks like it's like half made. It's oh, I great. think I heard about that. I, I forget the, what it's called, but yeah, yeah, I think I've seen clips. Yes, from that, but it's, um, that's it's hilarious. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. It seems like they had a lot of fun play- making this game. Um, from that to the gameplay to the characters and things that happen, so that's pretty cool. It's like it, it's they don't take themselves that seriously. But then yeah. there's like just these. It's just so funny and ridiculous. Like it's seriously just so funny and ridiculous. How you have all these different bars that do all these different things. You have your, your <laughs> devil trigger, but how you have your sin devil trigger trigger, and you could get into an even more ultra powerful mode. And oh, you're trying to defeat this yep. devil that has the ultimate power. That's and your ultimate power has to be their ultimate power. I'm like, this is anime, yo. This is freaking <laughs> yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Like it's it's really fun. Um, so I'm enjoying that. I don't think I am very good at the game, per se. Uh, I know that I've heard that it's not really kosher among the fan base to just use Stinger all the time to do, like, the lock-on forward melee button. But it's just like, hey, I gotta get closer to this enemy, so I'm gonna freaking stab it. So <laughs> yeah, sometimes I end up just kind of spamming that. But hot, no, overall, hot, it's really take. cool. Play how you want. That's true. Uh, <laughs> it's a very pretty game. Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't really go into photo mode ever in games, but it's a game where I'm, like, kind of motivated to try it out because it's just so pretty on the PS5. Um, mm-hmm. And they all just look so good. And there's so many little details. And, yeah, it's really cool. And the, I I fully listened to the entire, fully listened to the entire soundtrack as well, um, which is really funny because... It's good. I've listened to Bury the Light so, so, so many times, and it's... I, a fantastic song if you haven't heard it you don't even need context with a dmc5 but um it was it's been really like i've been i've been really jiving to like devil trigger or something like yeah, that. yeah. There. like the, the music is all really fantastic so yeah i'm just having a fun time with that but that's that's all i'm playing right now cool uh i did pick up halo infinite since nice. i have game pass and it was cool um the PC can play it on high, uh, yeah. high settings, not ultra. It was having a rough time, and then I even did like a custom for a little bit, and it looks beautiful. Mm. Uh, it was a little laggy, so I had to, I had to like yeah. that. Yeah, U- ultra is weird because that's when they try to apply like ray tracing and some of the other stuff. So like, mm-hmm. the ultra is kind of just that extra step that you can't really, like a lot of people probably can't do unless they have some of those higher end stuff. But it's still exciting to know, like for instance, like my PC is from 2017. And mm-hmm. I'm still running games on high. So, like, when I started yeah. with Halo as, as well, like, I was like, yay! <laughs> so, <laughs> I, feel you, I feel you there. There was some custom stuff that I really wanted to play with it. I think it could have, like, gotten through the custom mm-hmm. settings on it. But uh, I was just... It was beautiful with the little that I was playing 
like yeah with the the mid ultra that i had going on um i okay so i kept comparing it to breath of the wild i don't know why uh i think the open worldness just and the fact that i really wanted a hook shot in breath of the wild and i don't understand why they never gave that to you as an end game thing to be too broken i don't know but end game it would have been perfect it would have been um the entire time i i love the hook shot so much in halo oh yeah i've played a halo game in since middle school okay yeah um so it's been a long time uh forgot just how much destiny was like halo so that was really interesting like even the way the uh villains uh move the bad guys move Mm -hmm. uh is very similar to destiny i played a lot of destiny so I love the AI in that game. So I, I did play a little bit of Halo also, but it didn't felt like, you know, I, I play so many games, I can't talk about everything. But yeah, like I love the AI um, in that game. Like even if you're hiding or something and like the commentary, like you just hear the enemies, like the mm-hmm. things they say and the way they move like throughout that world is so great. Yeah. One of them got me and he was like, the glory's mine. And I was like, oh, these are just like yeah. space Vikings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yep. The little little things are really funny. Uh, the grunts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they took me a minute because there is, like, I haven't played a Halo game, like I said, in a long time. And so yeah. I go in and I start shooting these little guys, like, the first things that you see. And one of them was like, please don't kill me. And I was like, oh, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I felt really bad. I was like, oh, you're like this pathetic but little creature. But then they'll turn around and shoot you in the back if you... Uh, yeah. So I didn't try. I, he went the, down. The jackals are probably the most deadliest things, like with their sniper rifles and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if you put on legendary, I think there's even a thing that says, like, beware of jackals or something. Like, it's like... I believe it's, it. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, you can hookshot creatures in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really nice. I, I was playing with the hookshot the whole time. I was so happy with it. It plays oh, yeah. so well. Um, that was my biggest thing. Uh, and then... I played for like an hour and a half or so. Um, I was like, I need to get off the plateau. So you start off in a, you, you start off not being in the open world. You have, uh, mm-hmm. so I don't give anything away. I'm going to call it the plateau from Breath of the Wild, um, where you're kind of <laughs> learning the abilities of stuff. And I'm like, got to yeah. get off the plateau. And it just kept going and going. So that would yeah, be my so one complaint. There is no plateau moment per se. So, the way that game works, I've heard, is that it's chunk by chunk. So it's like okay. more of a like wide linear thing. It's not going to be one of those things where you can just go. Like apparently when you get to a certain point, there is another chunk of area that you're going to have to play through. Um, so I kind of noticed that. Like I finally got... that full open world. I got outside and then it was mm. very literally a plateau, which I thought was funny. Um, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, once I get off of this, I'll be, I'll be there. And then I got off and it was, like you said, a chunk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I can't get to the other spot. I want to just like explore. Um, so in that, it almost uh, it, compared back to Destiny again. Feels very like it, the different planets. You have just different worlds, little like yes. areas to explore. That's a very um, good comparison, actually, because then there's like the Far Cry style, like go destroy this base, you know, kind of a thing, or or go do this kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really where I, basically where I got. I got off what I would consider the plateau. And it didn't open up for me, so I, I stopped playing it for a bit. Mm. Um, but it was fun. It's cool. Um, stream feels really good. The AI. Um, I'm almost annoyed with AI anymore. Because um, it's gotten so good in video games that, like, <laughs> you throw a bomb and they all run away. And I was like, 
Don't waste There's my bomb. The They're smart. Like Halo, uh, to me, like ever since the first one is, their AI has been so smart. You think you got them sometimes, and then they're just like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, don't, don't avoid my bombs. They're, they're hard to find. They're not super hard to find in this game, but usually. And I, uh, <laughs> I love using the uh, plasma grenades and sticking them, I'm sticking mm. them with the plasma grenades. I can definitely see that. Uh, there's a machine gun that you can rip off of uh, a turret. That's probably the yeah. best feeling thing in the world. I don't know what else to say besides that. It, it feels good. It looks good. Um, my only complaint was that uh, it was more linear than I thought it would be. And yeah. Yeah, that's basically well, it. Well, th- their thing is uh, what they were trying to tell people is that we don't like to think of it as a, as an open world. Is is kind of the thing they've been trying to tell people like recently. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> It kind of reminds yeah. me... Uh, Final Fantasy XV did this where it was an open world, but it was like area by area. Yeah. And so I don't know if Halo, if you're even going to be able to go back, because I know you can't play replay missions, so I don't know how far you can go back into these chunks, but um, right. Final Fantasy XV, it, it made it look like an open world. Yes. But it really was very like wide levels, basically. The new yeah. Levels. That game uh, did it really well, actually. I like the way they did their open worlds. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's cool. I'll keep playing it. Uh, it's weird to play a Halo game again. It's been so long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've watched. It's I've spent more really time good. in Red vs. Blue than I have Halo. Like Red vs. <laughs> Blue, the show. That's great. That's my knowledge of AIs too. So that's interesting. Uh, my knowledge of AIs comes from Red vs. Blue. Uh, <laughs> like it's really deep about the AI system, and uh, I didn't really know much about Cortana, and so like seeing that it's an oh, AI. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So Red vs. Blue's AIs were like based off of the actual game lore, yes. which is kind of cool. Yep. And Cortana, the original Cortana, has gone rampant at this point uh, because AIs are supposed to be terminated, and mm-hmm. so like the actual Cortana was like she went like AWOL and tried to like take over the world and stuff. Oh, okay. so she's like dragons and fire emblem lore. That yeah. <laughs> if yeah. They, that was one thing basically... too. Is I'm really confused story wise. Yeah. They get older and they get older, and if they don't die, they want to take over the world. They go yeah. crazy. <laughs> but even then, I've heard people who've played Halo 5 just feel like... It feels like they acknowledge some stuff, but that's it. Like, it still feels like people are confused whether they've played all the other games or, or not, you know? like Yeah. You know, so I would be... It, yeah. Like, Netflix, if you watch a show, you watch another season, it's Netflix original, they usually have, like, a last time yeah. synopsis. If I could just get, like, a little last time synopsis and then skip it if I... If I need to, that would be cool. Just watch the oh. video. Most games, Everything yeah. you need that. to know about the lore before playing. And that's what oh. I did with DMC5, and so I got at least context to some of the characters and people I met. IGN. I like, oh, I understand things IGN now. has a, a, the complete Halo story in 22 minutes. Okay, cool. Maybe I'll need yeah, to watch and that. And you, you, there there is some cool lore in that series, like the Forerunners and like the uh, uh, the Prometheans and stuff. Like, There's all these like deep lore about... like the how the halos came to be and all this stuff so uh it's it's cool though if, if you really dive into it i should have streamed a little bit of this uh me playing it because my wife was in here uh and i was just commentating for her i guess <laughs> but i don't know anything <laughs> about forerunners and so uh the little not cortana thing was like yeah they're forerunners i go those look nothing like toyotas <laughs> uh, <laughs> just stupid That's stuff the <laughs> um yeah, we can get into 
the first part of the Video Game Awards, uh, there's some stuff in here that's not all Video Game Awards uh, as well. Right. Most of it is Game Awards mm. for news. Um, so gaming, go ahead, LJ. Um, yeah, so real quick, before we go into the announcements, I do want to mention that uh, it takes to one game of the year, cool. which feels good out of left them. field, but also like good for them because it's not like a straight-up AAA game. Like It's funded by EA, but it's still like an indie like studio, so mm-hmm. um, they beat out some big stuff. And at yeah, the same time, me. I was like, I was like, uh, I wouldn't have picked them, but I'm like, okay, like that's awesome. This year, um, I feel like this whole year was when it came to the actual awards were pretty weak. It's a weird. It was a weird year for gaming, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then there was things like Metroid Dread One Action Adventure, so I was like, hey, cool, like Metroid like got something. Um, yeah 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 um but it was fun oh we streamed uh this whole thing um barra hosted it on our twitch channel on thursday night so that was super fun um so yeah let's get into some of the um, announcements i do have a link here in the show notes for people that want to dive further in um so the first thing I was super excited about, and I told Shelly about it right away, was that Persona 4 Arena Ultimax is being re-released, which is basically a Persona fighting game. Um, yes, so, so that's super awesome. Very excited. I was telling I was telling LJ. I think this is the perfect time to be to get into the Persona series because it's like I I played Persona 5 Royal. I was like, wow, that's really good. And I played Strikers. I'm like, wow, I really like this. I'm going to play Persona 4 Golden. Now I'm playing through that. And I heard about, you know, this fighting game. And I'm like, man, I really want to play that. But, like, I don't really know how I can play it. And all of a sudden, it's getting ported to, you know, current gen. And I'm like, heck, yeah, let's do that. And now I'm hearing rumors that Persona 3 PSP might also, uh, or Portable might also get a remastered too. Which, like, I really want. And that will be, like, the perfect timing-wise, probably. Of, like, once I finish Golden, that I'll be able to play that game. Mm-hmm. I... I'm very happy about it. But that <laughs> yeah. was, it's just so funny. Like, that was like one of the first big things that they announced in the Game Awards. And it was like, it was a pre show thing. thing but I yes. cared about the most. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I talk about that game every time Shelly streams Persona because I'm like, I just want to play it. Um, and I want to do it. It's going to make me learn how to play a real fighting game. I'm going to yeah. have to give up Smash and play a real fighting <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, that's a bold <laughs> statement right there. Um, anyway, um, some more stuff. <laughs> Wonder Woman, a video game, a Wonder Woman video game made by the Shadow of War devs, which I was geeking out about that when I saw it. it's a little teaser. Yeah, but to I me, wish there was more a, to it. That's such a perfect combo, though. Like, I never would have thought of Monolith as like it's one of those things. Like, there's all of these posts and memes. It's like you know what you know who would you want to make your your favorite like superhero game or a comic book game? Yeah. And Monolith working on Wonder Woman just is perfect um very good so i'm I'm excited for that um and then cody i brought this up since you have watched the expanse in the past they're doing telltale is doing a a video game it sounds really cool there's a lot you can do with that world um it's Mm. very i haven't watched last few seasons but the first season was very grounded i'm tempted to watch it because i keep hearing more about it so it's like apparently it's gotten even better since i last watched it yeah since amazon picked it up huh Mm mm-hmm sweet um and then also one i threw in here for you especially since did you finish the first hellblade yes okay so hellblade 2 has a full gameplay trailer out now 
looks look really nuts. cool. It looks crazy. More, looks more like Hellog in the background and them yep. fighting that giant thing. Like it looks really complicated. I'm sure it won't be. I'm sure it'll be intuitive, but uh, complicated from a from a listing standpoint because you're gonna have like real people, uh, or not real people, but you'll have like it won't just be the voices, voices in your head. You'll have like real people, yeah. people you're interacting with, and I'm sure that that's gonna cause um, a lot of like intentional confusion um yeah. for the player so i'm really yeah. interested in how that's all going to be like i feel like you're gonna be questioning a lot of what's real and what's not um even more yeah, so it's... than than the last game which was super abstract in the first place yeah and that's what's weird is like i don't think anybody ever expected a sequel for this yeah and like it's weird to see other per around other people and it's just like that that first like you're saying, that first yeah that first game is so abstract it's just like what like uh but it's exciting um yeah i think it's really yeah. cool um yeah excited to dive back into that world that was one of my yeah probably one of the coolest experiences i've ever had with a video game and you have a pc so you'll get to play that on game pass the day it comes out yeah that's cool i didn't think about that oh another game forget. you get to play on game pass day one when it comes out is a plague tale requiem okay oh, that's right cool. so that's next year I as well i thought of you when i saw that yeah i did not beat that last talking. level in that game do it um part of me is just like i'll watch the ending and i need if <laughs> i've done that in the past with games before and i went back to it later i'm literally at the final boss uh but he is oh, so frustrating wow yeah so um yeah go, um but yeah i guess you can beat it when this comes out then <laughs> yeah um so then um another one that i have mixed feelings about is star wars eclipse and right. that is <laughs> That's a Quantic yeah. Dream game. So Quantic Dream is known for Heavy Rain, uh, Beyond Two Souls, Detroit Become Human. So it, that's it is the one be... thing that makes me worried. Yeah, like the trailer looked really cool. And honestly, if if, if I'm being honest, I I kind of hoped it was Kotor. Like I did too. I know that was already announced, but it was also like, oh, it's already been announced, and this kind of doesn't look like that in Buzz It, which I'm like, okay, yeah. fine. But it would have been cool if it was. But I don't know. Quantum Dream is. Uh, well the studio themselves were uh cited for like allegations and stuff a few years ago for sexual misconduct oh wow. Yo, i didn't even I, know about that yes no yeah so david cage <laughs> not only is david cage a weird dude but that studio is just so i also read that somewhere in the court system that they won uh, some case that about those allegations and i'm like Ugh, that's even more gross because it's like for them to win that case is i don't you know it's like who who really know. knows what happens what happened yeah but it's, it's just, just like kind of feels weird all i know is that their games are yeah. just kind of weird like they're so experimental yeah, their games are weird anyway can be really cool but then like yeah. there's just a bunch of weird plot holes and things and yeah i don't so, know like it's it's fascinating tech and, and the games they do make are like a trip but yeah, and it it's trippy that Disney even like let them ha have that, uh, or at least Lucasfilm let them have a Star Wars game. Yeah. So, I I have mixed feelings about this. The trailer <laughs> looks cool. It, it, it does look cool, and, and uh, it's set in the High Republic era, which is like, it's like a few hundred years before Episode One, instead of right. like Nazi Old Republic, which is like a few thousand or something. Um. And the High Republic is the era that they've been pushing in, like, books and comics recently. So, this is the first time we'll see that era in a video game. So, we'll have to see. Cool. Um, and then uh, um, Sonic Frontiers, is, uh, we got yeah. to see 
Uh, apparently some of that was gameplay or some of that was at least in game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, people have been calling it Breath of the Hedgehog. Um, it's Shadow of the Sonic Breath of the, the Shadow Wild of the Colossus. Son- yeah, because so it's also making... Shadow of the Colossus. It's like, what the frick is going on? Yeah. Um, and, but what's crazy too is I heard that um, there's like it's not like officially officially confirmed, but it's essentially confirmed that like the voice that you hear in the first uh, in that trailer. The voice actor, or voice actress, I should say, was Amy Rose's voice actress. Yes, yep. So oh. that's pretty interesting. People that's are saying, weird. like, oh, maybe he has to go around and, like, save his friends or something. Which definitely cool. uh, Breath of the Hedgehog now. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was calling it, like, also, like, Sonic Infinite, too, because, like, that's very much how, like, the Halo Infinite trailers were, too. Yeah. Man, all um, these and- open world, like, I understand people are really inspired by Breath of the Wild and, like, open world games are really fun, but it's, like, at the same time, I'm kind of like, okay, we keep seeing the same things over and over. Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't gotten something like this sooner, uh, just because I don't I don't think it's going to be open world, per se. I think it'll be more, like, open levels. There's supposed to be islands. So I think yeah, if you go to an island, it'll be, like, a 3D the, thing. Because the other thing I'm worried about is, like, I don't think Sonic would work well in an open world. That, like, everyone's, like, you know, popping off about this, but I'm, like, I feel like it's really hard to have... I mean, on one hand, it'd be fun to zoom around with Sonic in an open world, but it's, like, attacking and doing things and, like, the energy you get from Sonic games in good Sonic games, like, I don't know how you could mimic that in an open world. Yeah, um, that's fair. I don't know. It's just, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It makes sense... It made sense for Legend of Zelda, and they were able to pull that off really well. Yeah. They also took some ideas from, like you know, Skyward Sword and stuff with the CMS system, like, that was bu- built up for quite a while. And they were did kind of a pseudo-open world scenario with, like, Wind Waker, you could go to different islands, but it's mm-hmm. like... Yeah. So, I don't know, I'm really curious about this, and also still more interested in Kirby Breath of the Wild, because we're still getting an open world. Yes, <laughs> I'm very excited <laughs> about that. Remember. In my head, I don't yeah, think Sonic work. actually is work. competing against Mario anymore, but... yeah. I think of it like as Mario and like there have been so many 3D Mario games that have been like this 3D open area that not mm. necessarily open world. Yeah. Like Odyssey. And, yeah. yeah. And so in my mind, it's like more like that. It's like Sonic Odyssey. Yeah. I could definitely see that. I think yeah. that would work better than like literally a pure open world. Because again, <laughs> yeah. like it's just really hard for me to imagine that because it's like when people think it's Sonic games, they think of, uh, you know, either the 2D, mm-hmm. the classic 2D or yeah. like the three, but those are still really they're on track. Like very similar formula. Yeah, yes. they're on tracks, but it's like that's what's fun about them. I don't know. And I guess I think about freaking uh, Sonic Adventure DX and stuff. You'd still have oh the areas first Sonic Adventure, that were open yeah, world-ish, the, the hub right? world stuff, the hub yeah. world. So like, you know what? Bring that back. That'd be cool. I enjoyed that, but bigger. But then it's like you yeah. still go into yeah. specific levels after that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I yeah. guess we'll just have to see. Yeah, I, I'm pumped for it. I, I think it'll just be nice to, like, my, my nephew's still young and learning how to play video games. So, when that comes out, I'll, instead of, like, I've been teaching him how to play some of these Sonic games, and I'm like, okay, well, you got to stay just run in one spot. So, it'll be fun to just tell him, like, drop him into a game and be like, okay, just pick a direction and go. You know, like, that'll that'll be fun to see, like, how they handle that. But, but yeah, um, so that's Sonic... And then uh, they showed game pl- gameplay for Suicide Squad, which looked exactly like I expected it would. Right. Um, but it looks like they took a lot of notes for su- from Sunset Overdrive, which is a really... Like, before Spider-Man, that's the game that Insomniac made, and that looks... Right. And that game was super fun, and 
silly, and that's exactly what this looks like. Um, I think so. this version of Flash is my favorite Flash I've seen so far. He he looks like the Injustice Flash. Like he yeah. looks like that same costume. He's so uh, cocky. Oh yeah, and he's evil. Um Yeah, I mean Yeah. It's but, just so good. Why don't you just mail me the bullet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um I don't know if they ever confirmed if this was co op or not, but I hope I hope it is. because uh, that would be super legit. Um but looks like a lot of fun. Um and then the um oh wait, I, I did forget to mention um Alan Wake two um is another is another one um that got revealed. Um there's a lot of Alan Wake fans out there. Oh yeah. Um, Vera being one of them. Spooky. <laughs> this was one of the games that she like geeked out about because like there was like a voice like talking in that trailer and we were like, Oh, what is this? Is it Resident and Evil? She's like, oh. And she goes, I know that voice. <laughs> That's um, so fun. She was the first person I thought of when I saw yeah. that trailer. I was just like, Oh, and it's gonna be so exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um so um yeah, we got that as well. Um which it makes sense because Control had the Alan Wake DLC. They just put out the remaster. Um so yeah, Alan mm. Wake two is gonna be uh that's a thing coming out in 2023. And then uh, the last thing I want to mention real quick is the we talked about the Matrix earlier. And uh, they did an Unreal Engine Unreal Engine 5 tech demo, which looked super... We talked about this last week, Cody, about yeah. that like, yeah. little teaser thing. That was and in it, Engine. It totally was. Uh, all Like digital. Pretty impressive uh, for... Like, it is. Shelly, LJ didn't think that it was... I, well, so, I, and I was hard I guess to tell. So. Yeah. It was hard to tell at first because it's a he very like, I don't quick think so. And I'm like, um, I didn't yeah. even think to look for that. And that whole chunk of the first movie they show, that like beginning chunk was also in engine. Um, they let you play a chase scene, like a car chase scene, um, where agents are coming after after you and you're like this third character. Um, they let you do that. And then like at the end, like they let you play with the tech of the city and like show you this realistic like beautiful moving like city that like feels alive like when you look at the character models you can kind of like tell like oh yeah that's a video game you know like but like from a distance and like just the way that city looks is like so realistic um so it's cool so if you have a series x or a s or a ps5 you can check out that tech demo um it's free to download and it's not very long it's just a few minutes um so yeah that's that's all the stuff from the game awards there's a lot more we didn't go over um yeah so, like one of the other games i'm excited about i think oh, it's yeah, called it. have a nice death or something yeah and that one just looks it just looks so clean like the animations yeah. i'm like this is in game like yo it's so smooth so it, it looks really like a cross that. between hollow knight and like death door like yeah, yeah, it really does, and I still want to play Death Store. I have not yet. Death Store is so to. good. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. So, so that was kind of kind of it. There's some there's so much more we didn't talk about. Um, but uh, before we move on, I want to mention that PS5 now has new face plates and controllers mm-hmm. uh, that are different colors, and they have a purple one. They do. Uh, I like it. So instead of spray painting mine, all I need to do is buy those and just slap one of our Geeks Under Grace stickers on them. Yeah. There you and go. Call it Let's a day. Go. I So I just bought a faceplate off of Amazon um, oh, a yeah. little bit ago. I was I saw the patent go through, and I was like, before the patent goes through, I better buy one. 
Um, <laughs> as far as the pricing goes, though, it's pretty close to what I paid for uh, a faceplate. So that was my oh, biggest yeah. worry was that PlayStation was going to patent it and then they would only do like bundle type situations. So it would be a video game based plate and then charge oh, yeah. extreme amounts for it. Um, I will say the one that I got, and I don't know if uh, PS5s will be a little bit nicer uh, than what I have. Um, it scratched up the console like on the inside so bad. Um, oh, wow. It's very Dang. like everything in there is black. But when you scratch it, it's white. Um, oh, and weird. so it's, if anyone's tore their PlayStation apart for any reason, um, there's like 10 different little pegs that snap in, basically. And so the way mm-hmm. that you get those in is you push them from one side of the PlayStation, like down in the other way. Mm. Um, so those, yeah, pulling it out and then pulling one in got like scratches all over the inside of my PlayStation. Oh, that's but, a bummer. You can't see them, so that's, you know, there's a plate there, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, kind of cool. a bummer. If I ever uh, your place, I know. I know your secrets. I'll see that <laughs> PS5 and I'll know what's underneath. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> You're like, it looks nice, yeah, but I know it isn't. Funny. I know it's damaged. <laughs> uh, yeah. Inside. That said, I really want a purple controller and I really want a pink controller. Um, the pink is like a perfect and pink. And you just bought those, like that new red that they put out last I time. have a black one. I have a red one. <laughs> oh, that's right. You bought both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do want the all purple stuff. That's what I'm going to go for. So they're like cool. $56 or something like that for the face plates, like all upwards closer to $60, which isn't terrible. Um, I feel like they, they could have been a little bit more. Like that's what I was worried about is that they were going to be too overpriced. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that is not a terrible price, um, especially if it's going to be made with the same quality that, you know, the faceplates we already have on there are, you know, are already made with. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that was a very uh, long gaming section, but uh, that's it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. We'll get into movies then. I have not seen any movies, um, but... Oh, you guys are both Spider-Man. I'm going to see Spider-Man next week. I've got my tickets. Um, <laughs> We're all going to see it. So We'll go in chronological order. Uh, Shelly. Which... So, yeah, <laughs> to prep... Yeah, to prep for me, for um, for the new Spider-Man movies, we are watching through not all of the Spider-Man original movies, but just a couple of them. We watched Spider-Man 1 and 2. Um... And it's interesting because I thought I had seen Spider-Man 2 more often. Like, I don't know. I feel like I definitely have seen these movies before. But, like, watching them again, I'm kind of like, have I seen these movies? Like, I don't really remember a lot of these things. Mm. Um, I remember everything that's, like, meme That's turned in from memes, right? But, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's kind of it. Uh, they're pretty good. It's, I don't know. I don't really love the first one that much. But the second one actually is... Second pretty one is top good. tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the second one is pretty good. And there's so. even a two point one, like a director's cut that they did. That's I think that's pretty, what we that's watched. We watched like an extended, the extended one. Yeah, that's probably two point one. Yeah, so that's why it's like I didn't even know us. I didn't even know which ones were extra scenes. Um, but yeah, it was really it was it was pretty good. Um, I feel like the one takeaway I have from the past is that I don't actually like Mary Jane. I don't think we have enough reason to like her. Yeah. That's about it. That. That's just it. Um, but that doesn't really matter either. So, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think we're going to end up watching the third one. Uh, we are going to watch the amazing Spider-Man. 
Uh, we're going to watch it either tonight or tomorrow night. And just for the meme, we might also watch the sequel for that one. Because <laughs> I don't think either of us have seen it. Oh. Um, I definitely haven't seen it. And I know it's bad. I've heard it's, we're, we're both prepared for that. But it's like, we might as well watch it. So everyone, everyone mm. says it's bad. We got to figure out how bad, you know? It, it, like, it is. <laughs> like, I, basically, from what I gather, from what I've heard, is that they make harry green goblin and then they try to pull this thing where it's like oh yeah harry you know your best friend but it's like you've never actually seen him interact with him yeah and you just kind of have to believe it and it's really weird so i'm like yeah that's that's annoying do you um, okay so you know you already know everything you need to know it sounds like because okay yeah so <laughs> cool, cool um i didn't yeah, know I was if that was s- the only thing that was bad about it you know well, so which i'm like yeah that's pretty bad that makes it a bad <laughs> movie but it doesn't is it irredeemable maybe not i don't know well, Electra, if, if, um, we, if, if we want to get into it um i did i did watch it um i think i only missed like the last 30 minutes of it just because i started it this weekend with my nephew and then i finished mm-hmm. it before the, or i tried to get, get all of it watched before the podcast but that's right. that's a two hour and 20 minute movie i was like really um so Thanks. so you pretty much everything you said about harry is so spot on because i'm like this is so weird uh, that it's like, it's just it's like, like the oh, movie. Yeah, does friends. the movie feel like it's trying to gaslight you? Of being like, oh, well, he was always there. Or does, or are they really like, well, do they know like they messed they, up? They know they haven't seen each other in a very long time is kind of the way they set that up. Gotcha. But it still feel it still feels random, like to me. Um, but like, it, it, there, there's a whole reason he goes to see Harry. But mm-hmm. uh, basically like, it's a mess. The Electro stuff is a mess. Like, Electro, like, my favorite scene with him is, like, kind of when he first gets his, like, abilities and there's this whole scene in, like, Times Square and stuff. Mm-hmm. That, like, some of that's cool. But, like, and Jamie Foxx, like, I feel like it's the writing and just everything that's bad. Like, Jamie Foxx did fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's the whole... So what they're, what I feel like ruins this movie is that they were trying to build up to a Sinister Six thing. Which is also technically what Homecoming right. like kind of hinted that it was gonna do, but yeah. yes. still still hasn't yet. No um, way. Or yes, or well, yeah, Homecoming, homecoming kind series. of when. Well, home, when Homecoming at the end, whenever. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, Michael Keaton's in scenes. prison, which it's also funny because we still haven't gotten Gargan, which is Scorpion in in this new trilogy. But anyway, but that's what ruined um, Amazing Spider-Man Two for me. Though, like, the action scenes in that movie, like, where he plays Spider-Man are still great mm-hmm. in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Like, there's this whole first sequence that it feels like Insomniac looked at this sequence and said, okay, that's what our Spider-Man game is going to be. Because there's even a part in that movie where he, like, tries to pick something up off the ground and swing mm-hmm. it just like he does in the video games. Like, so, it feels like there's Insomniac looked at those parts and maybe, you know, parts of the other movies and really took that into consideration because i was like man it feels like i'm like watching the video game for a sec you know just everything he does it wasn't worth putting in the news uh but tom holland has confirmed that there is a nod to the video games in uh no way home it in lieu of a a, it's a move that you can do in the video game he does sweet yeah this will be kind of cool um little easter egg yeah that's awesome um so yeah like there are redeemable parts of amazing spider-man 2 like when he actually plays spider-man is great but everything else is not great um the trope of the super nerdy 
angry angry nerd that gets power all of a sudden yeah. becomes a villain it's <laughs> yeah and yeah. it's the the sinister six like lead up is is terrible like harry is just a terrible like character in this movie mm-hmm. um yeah uh it's not not very it's it's, it's really not very good um uh, the action scenes are, are the best part easily um so yeah that's my thoughts on amazing spider-man 2 like i don't even know if i want to finish the movie like i only have like 30 minutes left but i'm like i just want to like think of all the good stuff and just not even finish it because it yeah. gets bad towards the end especially makes sense cool. yeah yep so that that's my thoughts on uh, amazing spider-man 2. would you say lj <laughs> that it's a movie you wouldn't want to catch <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um <laughs> there's a spoilery pun in there. I don't uh I don't I, I don't know if I caught it to be honest. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> you guys. I couldn't tell if you were serious or not. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, no, I really I I didn't ca- I didn't catch the what the, what the Oh my goodness. Was. Okay. Well, never mind. I'll explain after the podcast. Everyone who <laughs> listens, hopefully they will know what I'm talking about. Um, what, I mean, is it in relation to? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> okay, like, I didn't catch that, and I was like, "Spider-Man oh. didn't." <laughs> no, I was like, I really didn't. That's funny. Okay, okay. Oh, anyways, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into the, get okay. into the movie news. <laughs> that okay. That's that is a part worth me finishing it for. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty, we'll move on now. All right, <laughs> I feel let's so talk about dumb. Some movies yay definitely has moments where you go oh snap (laughs) you guys stop we're talking about movies now oh my gosh oh my gosh i I haven't seen the movie at least know that but whatever (laughs) oh my gosh uh okay we got some trailers to talk about um so let's let's talk about those trailers okay so one of them one of them was announced at teach at the the game awards one was uh just today so um let's i don't know how to segue this you guys are just I'm out sorry. of control <laughs> he said raining he said raining it in and that wasn't intentional but it no it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> okay let's move on okay. yes so we got um a trailer for the next fantastic beats movie you know the third out of whatever five that's supposed to happen right so this one is uh secrets of dumbledore i think and they so you think. it's about dumbledore <laughs> yeah and I okay i will admit this trailer okay, yeah. looks a lot better than the second one mm-hmm. like, it actually as does a movie. like so it, it it looks like it has more promise but at the same time like after the second one like i just don't care, care. and I, it's like i don't care anymore it's like well I the parts I liked about the trailer, I I, well, I love Eddie Redmayne. Okay, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta understand. I love Eddie Redmayne. It's like my favorite actor, um, or at least one of. But he, uh, just seeing him as Newt, just doing the same old hanging out with Fantastic Beast stuff. Like there's these big creatures and animals and things he has to deal with that he knows how to deal with because he's so smart in that realm. And um, so that was very fun. I'm like. Hey, this actually looks like a sequel to Fantastic Beasts because there's some Fantastic Beasts here. 
So that was cool because <laughs> I never got that in the second movie. I didn't feel that at all. I was kind of like, yeah. wait, what's happening? Why is it? I haven't even watched the second movie. It's bad. It's you great. don't need to. I was like, it's really, really bad. Um, I really <laughs> did not like the second movie, and I. So basically the third one, right? Like this one, I it's like eventually I might watch it because I still do have like a very soft spot in my heart for Harry Potter. Um, but I don't really want to go see it in theaters. I don't want to pay for it. I'd rather just wait until it's on some streaming service or I can rent it for cheap or something. Cause yeah. My thing is, really if you look at your care. phone and how thin your phone is, that's about how thick the book is. Fantastic yeah. Beasts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I know, I know. in the and in the like... books they have a Fantastic Beast book that is bigger than that, but like the physical copy of in... the book is tiny. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. like I understand that like you know Howard Trainer Jackman was very similar, right? Very small book that they were able to make this whole thing out of. But yep. at the same time, um, even though I didn't even really like the third one, at least they kept it at the tr- well. Okay. The main series they kept at the trilogy, but then they made a show, and then they made another show. <laughs> so it's going to be another those. show. Yeah, so maybe that is actually a great example of, of they're just taking way too much out of this small thing and trying to make this whole franchise. And it's like, yeah, you have all this context with the original Harry Potter series, but that was about Harry Potter, that was about his friends, that was about his experience, <clears> and... <throat> Yes, I do like seeing more of this magical world on one end, but now it's not even about new characters. It's about Dumbledore. I don't. I don't care about Dumbledore. <laughs> I, don't. I, I, I have a trigger word for you: nostalgia. Oh, stop! I know. It's but it's like <laughs> there's I, even like jokes in there and other references in there that yeah, in the trailer, they're literally like three points to Hufflepuff, and it's like ah, remember yeah. that, kids. Remember? And there's even so shot. Yeah. There's even a shot of the hall in Hogwarts, I believe, too. And yeah. Like no. Like, remember when you loved Hogwarts, this? Like there. Buy it. <laughs> and so I know. Gosh, dang it. So it's like the first one was really fun because it was it introduced all these new characters and like even if they had little hints and little drops and things like I think they mentioned Dumbledore and I'm just like oh that's kind of fun like oh yeah he went to Hogwarts so like okay. I liked the first one the first one was fun and then the second one was just really weird and bad and then now there's this one where it's like it looks like it's just about like they're just good they're all going back to Hogwarts and they gotta do this thing and um I do need it explained to me when he chose like went from three-piece suits to robes I'm confused and yeah. I really want to know when that became the time style time doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense. Um, it's almost like they after didn't he became a hippie, put that much thought into. Yes. Um, the one other thing I will say is that it feels really strange to see Mads Mikkelsen, sorry, as Mads as uh, Grindelwald, mm-hmm. but not because Johnny Depp was like. It, it's weird. But at the same time, I feel like he fits the part better. He looks way yes. more menacing than Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's hair and makeup looks so bad in those trailers and everything. So yeah, that's why I'm. Like, kind that's of that's like, a weird thing to me yeah. is I'm surprised that they didn't make him look more like Johnny Depp's Grindelwald. He looks totally they different. Just, they just no, let him look like himself, right. which is fine. Uh, yeah. It's kind of funny, but uh, anyway, that's the that's a that's a trailer, and um, they really should have stopped after the first one, or they at least should have made a proper sequel after the first one. That had way more cool Fantastic Beasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just being like, hey, let's talk more about all these other characters that you know. You like, you know these characters, right? Let's tell their stories. I'm like, no, I want, I like this because I like seeing new characters. I like seeing new people that aren't connected to Harry yeah. Potter. Like, it's that's what's cool. <laughs> now this one's like, 
you know, even more ingrained in Hogwarts and Dumbledore. Nostalgia. Like, yeah, whatever. But three points to Hufflepuff. I know, nostalgia. Three <laughs> to Hufflepuff. Everything's forgiven. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, that was the trailer. And again, like, who knows? Maybe it actually is going to be better than the second one, but we just will have to wait and see. I, I really um, dig this next trailer. Yeah. So Sonic, again, we, I know we talked about another Sonic trailer earlier. We talked about the uh, Sonic and uh, Frontiers, but no, this is for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Um, yes. Two trailer, and it legitimately looks good. And it's just so funny because it's like, my husband and I, it was the it was the last movie we saw before COVID, as for lots of people. I think that was mm-hmm. the case with a lot yep, of people. Yep, was like for me too. Last, I came back yeah, and the posters were still up. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we went because it, it was kind of a meme. We actually weren't going to go see it. We were going to go to GameWorks. We were going to have a different date night. And then that was booked out. So we kind of were like, oh, let's go see this movie instead. And it was... Uh, Pleasantly surprising. Surprisingly pleasant is what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I think that's the experience a lot of people had was that it's like everyone was oh, expecting yeah. it to be really bad. And it actually wasn't that bad. It was like somewhat enjoyable. Obviously not a masterpiece, but you know. Jim Carrey so, was back at his old old self. Yes. Like, yeah, Jim Carrey was back too. Probably the coolest thing about that movie was just like seeing Jim Carrey be Jim Carrey again after a long yeah. time of, I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're with at this trailer, and this trailer actually looks good. Like it mm-hmm. looks like I'm like I'm excited to see it. you got Idris Elba as Knuckles, he Knuckles. and he sounds and like, perfect. It just fits, like, he does. It when I heard that, like, I was like, "It's not going to work." It like when I heard that he was going to be voicing Knuckles, I was like, "No, yeah, that's going to be good." Yeah. But like, I love that he is back to his gullible and intimidating self. Like he had this whole long route where everyone was just like, haha, he's just the knucklehead, stupid mm-hmm. one. But now it's like like it goes back to sort of how he's introduced. It's like he was he's fighting Sonic, but yeah. not really it's we can assume it's not he's really. He's very much this. the Vegeta of the Sonic universe. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously or Piccolo, I guess, because then Shadow could be Vegeta. <laughs> um, and probably by the end, Knuckles will be like, wait a second, I don't need to be fighting you. I need to be mm-hmm. fighting, you know. But it's, like, just so cool and intimidating. Because then have it's, a, like... Have a classic Sonic Heroes team up. Yeah, mm-hmm. now that you have Knuckles here. Like, because <laughs> Sonic isn't the only one who has, like, these cool powers and stuff now. It's, like, Knuckles also has his own abilities. And we can assume yep. Tails does, too. Um, also, I am so freaking pumped that the original voice actress... I was gonna ask. Tails, I thought about that you immediately. That is so cool. I'm I literally I, so happy. It's, too. like, look at Sega respecting and saying like i mean i understand that's like for for knuckles they're like oh i think idris elba could be really good for this part but for tails they literally looked around they're just like no the original actress is tails and yes. we are going to respect that and i'm like freak yes i love that thank you like i love that so much it makes just me like, so happy just like mario chris pratt just like nintendo respects <laughs> voice actors absolutely and they're flying the tornado the airplane literally is yeah there is it's funny because we were like complaining about nostalgia and feeding off of it but like sonic i don't something about it is just charming they're doing it right i feel like it's so refreshing like it's so accurate like it is like i guess that technically is nostalgia but it's in such a new way that it doesn't necessarily it's like like they're not trying to drown you in it even the police sounds at the very beginning Remind me of City Escapes police sounds 
That uh, was very, I think yeah. that was intentional. Yeah, I was like, also, it just brought me. There, there were so well, many emotions had, seeing everything. They had that snowboard moment that reminded me of like one of the original Guys. levels in Sonic Adventure. Yeah. Guys, it takes yeah. place in Seattle, my city. Yep. It takes place. Oh, I didn't here. know that. That's cool. It did. It, they showed it the, space the space needle. needle. I'm like, no way. I literally oh, I didn't was think so about it. like, I was like going crazy. And they like they have a scene where they're in the lake later. I'm like, that definitely looks like a Washington lake. You see the trees around. Like that looks like they're in Washington. I, so. I love Hopefully the they'll go to Louisiana because I, love- I was I had South Dakota, which is where I was born. Was the first movie. <laughs> That's right. I, I love the. Uh, there's a meme where it, where it has that that shot of James Marston and Sonic in the boat, and he goes, "Oh yeah, and Jean Grey killed me over there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. It just. It looks. It looks that scene where it's Sonic and Tails, and they're just covered with all the snow stuff, and like mm-hmm. all the warm stuff. It's yeah. so. It's cute and it's fun, and I'm just like I kind of want to see it. Like I'm not going to like set super duper high expectations or anything. I want mm-hmm. to sort of, if I can, set the same expectations as I did before, so I could be pleasantly surprised. But um, it's it's I don't know. I do really wish they would have used the original Sonic design and then made one for Tails and Knuckles and done the trailer that way, and everyone would have freaked <laughs> out <laughs> and then released the real version. Well, Tails was in that post credit scene also from the first one. Yeah, but I just mean like the terrible designs that they had. Like, yeah, to do that on purpose, that'd be, that'd be that would have been awesome. What a cool callback. I, I laughed out loud when Jim Carrey was like, "Papa's got a brand new stash." Yeah, yeah, dude, I he's gonna pop off again. I'm really happy about it. It's just like I don't know. I think now that it's like it's like they almost have way more room to play around with the silliness of Sonic because before mm-hmm. it was like there was just Sonic around all of mm-hmm. these people all these yep. humans and it's just like it's kind of weird but now it's like you have tails and you have knuckles around and eggman still is, is even is going off even harder and it's just like yep. okay cool now we can really lean into the silliness of everything because you don't just have sonic isolated in this weird world of his uh that of, the, of reality it's like no you actually have some buddies of his and some people he can relate to mm-hmm. um and can also just do silly stuff so i think that's actually a really good um idea yeah, so. I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. So that's fun. Comes out um, in April. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Thank you. So those are the two trailers we want to talk about, um, and then just some small bits of news that's not confirmed. Confirmed, but uh, there is a Mega Man movie uh, rumored to be happening with Netflix. It's like not like officially confirmed, but it's like essentially confirmed. Um, Live action. Ugh. Yeah, it's probably gonna be live action. Um, Doesn't make sense. Saying, so that's kind of weird. It's like, why can't you just do another original anime or original animation? Since that has been really popular with Arcane, I guess Witcher is is, is um, live action. But I also feel like the Witcher games. It's like you also have the Witcher books. Like it does. It seems mm-hmm. easier. They to go for adapt some kind of action. realism, though. With the, with exactly. The well, and He Man just ha- or not He Man. Sorry, uh, Mega Man has that like really anime mm-hmm. feel to all of it. Really, um, for sure. And, and there was I even an animated so series clean. back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I would love so... to see the same team as Arcane, but not that art style. Um, mm. But that really, like, 3D CGI look. Um, I think that would yeah. have been really cool to see a Mega Man in that world. Um, you could do a lot with the textures. Even do an, that an anime. It would be simple to do an anime as well. Like, yeah. yeah. Or any <laughs> of the Polygon stuff. I don't really like Polygon much, but I feel like Mega Man yeah. would really fit in that category of like half 3d anime that they do yeah oof uh, you know what though i did see i don't know if it ever got off the ground but they were 
they were there was talks of a Mega Man show coming back, and the design was so weird, but it was like a three D thing like that. Okay. So I don't I don't think yeah. it ever happened, but but yes, I they, want it's more like, it's video game cutscenes that are just hour and a half long. Yep, that's sure. what I want. I yeah. say that probably once a month on this podcast, but um, at least um, if you're gonna make video game that stuff, just take it and make it uh, like a long cutscene because cutscenes look great anymore. Yeah. Put it all in Unreal Engine. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. Do it. Film the entire movie in live action and then throw that in Unreal Engine, and we'll call it good. Well, it's like even Overwatch, like those th- those shorts they did for Overwatch were amazing. Mm-hmm. Like That's they right, should just, yeah. I mean, yeah, like despite Blizzard being what it is now, like those were amazing. I'm like, still hung up on Kingsglaive. Like Kingsglaive was so good. Kingsglaive was good looking too. Like just give me more of that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. A live um, action live action feels like such a waste. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Uh, okay. Well, that's uh, that's it. So we can move on to TV. To TV. We had a shorter podcast last week. This is make it up for that's, lost time. There, there was a lot to cover in gaming, so <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah, the extended version. Um, we'll get to what we've been watching then. Um, I guess Hawkeye. Can we can't yes. say anything about Hawkeye at this point. Two more episodes, right? Is it? Oh, I am not caught up. I think you're right. Like, there's two more episodes. Well, I've still only seen the third, up to the third. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. LJ, you mentioned that uh, you hope that they don't do uh, what they did in WandaVision with Kingpin. It's gonna, it's I gonna happen. hope that's not the case, because they're, they're teasing it so hard. They really, they're just really leading up to something that's not gonna happen, huh? Yep, that's what are. LJ thinks. That. I think he will be there the last episode. I'm really worried it'll be like it an must... end credit scene type situation. I feel it. I feel it. That would it's be stupid. Um, but the the hint, I think by now, if, you, if you've been watching this, you know that like it's they're just hinting at every episode super crazy. Um, so this this week it was they called him the big guy and that's all we got and I was like the big guy I know what you're doing <laughs> yeah can't believe the big guy would uh, would allow something like this and I was like mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited we'll see I'm yeah and then like so it just it it, it almost it, it's the thing where it annoys me that there's only two more left because I feel like there could be so much more. Mm-hmm based on the things that are happening now and it's just like how are you going to end this in two episodes yeah there's a lot going on especially it, in this last episode it, it i feel like that's been like that with almost every disney show it's like how are you going to end this now because now it's getting good <laughs> i do understand that like their hope for this is that it becomes a christmas classic um which i'm totally down yeah. for i would watch this yeah. leading up to christmas it's like, my throughout new the favorite week. christmas movie yeah watch it every <laughs> it's a movie just watch one every day leading up to Christmas. Oh, and then especially the show this, itself is like counting down to Christmas. Episode. Yeah, yeah, especially especially this past episode. Yeah, uh, it's so Christmassy. Like it's just it's I'm I'm kind of loving that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. There I are rumors. Really uh, this is pure theory, so I don't think it spoils anything. Uh, that his wife Laura is a mockingbird. Um, and that would be really cool. Agents of Shield had a mockingbird. And so mm-hmm. it could do one of two things. It could either officially uncanonize Agents of Shield, or they could take it and they could canonize Agents of Shield with this, like 
if she's that she worked for Shield. Yeah, if she's the first Mockingbird, then you're like, oh, the other Mockingbird was Agent Shield, and that kind of like brings that ties that in. Or yeah. then you'd be like, this is the only Mockingbird, and then you're like, oh, well, the other one doesn't matter. That show doesn't exist. Yeah. Um. So really cool if that is the case. Uh, there's a couple of things within the show uh, that like make you think, um, like they kind of point towards that, and I won't say what they are. Um, but that's kind of a cool. It'd be cool for Laura to be, uh, you know, get more of her character. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. yeah. Cool. I don't know. I probably already said yeah. too much. I, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm nervous about these next two episodes. Cause we better get Kingpin. It's, com- it's coming quick. If we get please, someone who's not Kingpin please. at all, I'll be real mad. Please. I would be. Yeah. Mephisto. 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 Yes. <laughs> well, that's that's what <laughs> I was saying yeah, last was, week. I know. I mean, King, Kingpin is so our new funny. Mephisto. Uh huh. I feel like it's way more. You don't think so? I, I don't, no, 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 no. I don't think it's going to happen. They are pushing it so I hard. Be, I will be super, super excited if it is, but I'm just not going to build myself up. And <laughs> it to, would be the biggest be troll. Because that it always would, happens. Huh? Well, look, they trolled us in WandaVision. And everyone was mad about it. I can't imagine they would oh, do it yes. again. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're like, literally just, you're going you're gonna to pay for it anyways. We don't care. What are you gonna do about it? Not watch the show? We know that's not true. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to build myself up to that expectation. King is gonna be in it, but it's gonna be after Spider Man because Spider Man is gonna have uh, Charlie Cox. It's gonna be Daredevil. Oh, Daredevil's gonna be in Spider Man. That'll release, oh, and then it, we get Kingpin. See, that's why I'm like, when hearing you say that makes me excited because <laughs> we could get. So the ep- the last episode's not until next week, and Spider Man comes out this week, mm-hmm. and now I feel like the always su- uh, sunny meme. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, telling you, that's what's happening. happening. This time, and this is happening. My biggest oh. worry is that they're going to come out See, of another portal. Honestly, I don't want to be excited. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we can move. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other thing that I watch, I don't know if it's really worth mentioning quite yet, is uh, Wheel of Time, and I've only watched about 20 minutes of it um some stuff came up i've heard i've heard mixed things about that show yeah i uh like like it's good for people that haven't read the books but obviously people who read the books are just like what's going on yeah my wife she's read them and so she constantly was like well that's weird that they did that it's weird that they did that and we're only in the first 20 minutes of it uh like there's a big reveal that wasn't a big reveal to me it was just world building in my mind um okay Mm -hmm. but it was a big reveal in the books i guess uh like in like a third book or something and so Weird. she was really surprised that they were just revealing that all of a sudden. Throw, throwing it all in there. Yeah. Um, there huh. was someone who um, was married that she was surprised was married because it's like a whole story arc. Wow. Yeah. So there's definitely some stuff that's that's different about it. Um, hmm. It still doesn't feel... People keep comparing it to Game of Thrones as like the next Game of Thrones. Uh, and mm. it doesn't feel like that to me at all. Um, but again... It's 20 minutes. I'll talk about it next week. It seems more like fun fantasy vibes rather than dark. Yeah. Uh, It reminds me of... Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Chronicles something? Shannara? Shannara Chronicles. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But with a better budget. (laughs) Yeah. So far. Um, Yeah. Cool. And then... LJ? You watched something else? Um... I've still been watching Ted Lasso. Um, 
as I've said before, that show walks a very fine line of like it could there could be much more nudity and much more foul stuff going on in it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but but it kind of stays away from. There was a little bit more of that in season two, kind of. Since I'm in season two now, there was a little bit more like oof. Like there's certain things like that's just like a like it feels like a show you could almost get away with watching like around your kids while they're in the room but like they shouldn't actively be watching it with you kind of a thing hmm. it's it's like that thing it's like that line we we're talking about like you know the line between pg-13 and rated r kind of stuff it still is tvma but it's so good ted lasso is still so good season two is getting a lot more deeper than i would expect and more like real about some stuff like in the characters but it, it's good i'm still enjoying it and i'm almost done with it so Cool. So yeah, I'll probably I'll probably go watch C after I'm done with this because I've already watched Mythic Quest and C is the one with uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. And I think I think Dave Batista's in the new season as well. Um, so I'm probably gonna go check that out after I finish Ted Lasso. Cool combination. Very cool. Mm-hmm. We'll get so, yeah, into that's... the TV news then. Um, I'm trying to think of where to start. I guess we'll start with the trailer, Video Game Awards. Uh, yeah, we got a trailer for the Halo TV series uh, that looks just like the looks game like I'm Halo. playing. Yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's just kind of funny. One thing it's I love is I don't think I've ever seen anything try to be more accurate to um, a video game character than like Halo's like the Master Chief's armor in that show. Mm-hmm. He looks like it's like he looks like a really good cosplayer, but it's like yeah. not that's not like it doesn't mean it looks cheap or anything. It's just right. like. You know how much energy goes into cosplaying someone like Master Chief if you really want all the details. Like, he just looks like that, but then it's like you give him a nice camera and good filters, mm-hmm. and it looks, like, good. It looks high budget. It doesn't look mm-hmm. low budget. It's it's just it's just kind of funny. It's like, oh, it just looks like something. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like you see just people wearing really, really game. fancy, like, really fancy, like, Mandalorian outfits, too. It kind of just feels like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but not a bad way. Mm-hmm. No. That was my biggest, like, surprise, uh, or just... I guess thing that I noticed uh, is just how close they're staying to the source material. Um, That's great. Hopefully they do that throughout the storytelling and everything too. Um, especially it, if, it seems like it. Yeah. I don't, like I said, I don't know anything about Halo, so I don't know. Well, what, they're, this is they're like, going, it, it looks like they're definitely going to go into the creation of the Spartans and Dr. Halsey is like the, the person who like started that whole project. She, it looks like she's going to be in it. And a few other, I think there's like a couple original characters in there, but it seems like they are going to stick with that story. Which is cool. Uh, how the Spartans got made. Usually I'm more for like, I like it supplementary, something being like different from the video game. Like if I want to play the video right. games, I don't want the movies to be different or the TV show mm-hmm. in this case. Um, right. But since I don't know, I haven't played the game. I'm like, oh, it'd be really cool to experience this, this world through this. Plus it'll look a lot better than like, when did the Halo story start? Does Halo 1 have lore? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. It does. I. It's, it's Halo was very cinematic for its time, like especially okay. on the original Xbox. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't good. know. Um. So yeah, I mean, watching a live action version of it is obviously going to look better than mm. watching it. And, the, and there was there was there was books as well that explained like a lot of what happened in like Halo Reach, and you know, there's like all kinds of stuff, like even in books as well. That's cool. Hmm. Um, stuff didn't about. see church caboose in there so that was that was too bad but, uh... <laughs> different different show different different lore oh <laughs> uh, that's unfortunate oh i do hope we get some kind of easter egg to that i don't know just something small there, there are there are in in the game 
for sure. Yeah, that's cool. I love that relationship yeah. that they've created. Like, yeah, Bungie really kind of like helped Hala or helped Red vs. Blue Rooster Teeth make Red vs. Blue in a lot more ways than you would think. Um, oh yeah, that would be a cool documentary. Mm-hmm. I would love to know that. Um, going from literally recording recording in a closet to owning the huge studios that they have now. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, sticking with the the video game news, uh, video t- video game TV news. Nick Offerman has been cast as Bill in the Last of Us TV show. Bill, for those Bill. who don't know the video game very well, or just re- need to remember, he's the guy that like owned an entire town and like booby trapped the whole place. Um, yep. Very crazy, and very Nick Offerman. So on point. Yeah. Yeah. That's good casting. Mm-hmm. I, it should be pretty perfect. Uh, and I'm kind of excited just, like, I haven't seen Nick Offerman in a lot of serious stuff, but I know that he probably could do it. Like, I, I really think I've, of him. I've, as... I've heard the things he's been in that are serious are really good, and it seems to be that way with comedians a lot. It's like, mm-hmm. you never expect them to be good in, like, serious things, but they are. Yeah. yeah I kind of hope that he brings a bit of a goofiness to The Last of Us show, because I feel like the show's going to be very serious in general. Um, yeah, yeah. And I that'd, that'd be nice. I think just the quirkiness of this character could be really Especially fun. the way Bill and Ellie like bantered with each other in yeah. that game. Like they could totally do that in this. Mm-hmm. In a really authentic way and not in like a cheesy, you know. Yes. It doesn't need to feel like Parks and Rec. Um, just be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bring a little light to the show. I'm excited. I'm, yeah. That's probably one of the most exciting castings I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Uh, and then the last piece of news... Cowboy Bebop has been canceled after one season. Um, and it's funny because I didn't like the show much, but I'm bummed. Uh, yeah, me too. I The you show like the wasn't for me, but I'm really, like, I like... Hollywood just can crank out the most, like, normal, basic stuff, and I'm happy. Uh, they have an algorithm. They have a system, and I like it, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. But I don't like that, like, Cowboy Bebop was really... Cr- Bebop was really creative, and it had this uh, certain vibe it, to it. It was its own, it was its own thing, and I loved that about it. Like people wanted it to be super like accurate to the anime and stuff, and like super like you know on the nose, like you know kind of like what we're getting from like Halo or something. But it's like I it was its own thing, and it was fun. Like I mm-hmm. didn't finish it. It had um, like seventies like yeah Sarsky and Hutch, Dukes of Hazard. Uh, yeah, it had a weird like yeah like action movie awesome. era. 70s uh, action movie that like feel to it yeah um and i think it would be really cool to explore a little bit more you know it wasn't necessarily yeah. for me um but i'm sure there are a lot of people that were really into it yes i i wish i would have finished it but but i i i'm going to blame arcane for this one mm-hmm. not that like it, not that i'm blaming like not that it's a bad thing but this show came out when arcane was in its height when people were waiting for that finale so it's like yeah. people were already trashing on Cowboy Bebop. Kind of rough then, timing at that point. Yes, and that's what I that's what I mean by like rough. It, it was rough timing. So like Arcane was fin- just finishing, and this had just come out, and so I literally like watched three episodes of Cowboy Bebop, and then watched Arcane like the next day. You know, so it's just yeah, like Arcane is obviously the better show. I mean, you can't really compare them, I guess, but like Arcane was, you know, it's obviously like. A masterpiece for what that is and cowboy bebop is just this really cool thing and people were so into arcane at the time which was a surprise so yeah that's my theory is that uh, arcane did not help <laughs> yeah no it's good mm-hmm. um i just want more creativity 
I may not necessarily like the creativity every time. I mean, but creativity. It is... was a heck of a lot better than Death Note or Full Metal Alchemist. That's true. If, you know, like. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that's a bummer. Um. Yep. That's we're gonna end the podcast on a bummer. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of exciting yeah. things happening. Um, we're next gonna end week is it gonna be there. super exciting. Yeah. Uh, we'll be talking about Spider-Man next week. No way as home. As much as we can say anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we might just say, hey, we saw it. And that might be it. Um, we'll let you, we hope to find out. Um, I'll probably watch a little bit more Wheel of Time as well. Um, and yeah. Cool. cool. All right. We will end the podcast there and then. LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at WarHeroLJ and Instagram also. Uh, same username. Um, and I will be wrapping up my New Game Plus run of Miles Morales on Friday. I'm getting very close. Heck yeah. I have 92% of the trophies and I think I only need a few more to get that platinum. So uh, Oh, get it! We're going to be uh, finishing that. and uh, Yeah, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, Twitch.tv slash GeeksUnderGrace. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can also find me streaming Tuesday nights. Uh, also, twitch.tv slash geeksunderGrace. I've been doing a little bit later. I've been starting like an hour or two later than the usual time, and that's been really good for me. We got some really fun people who joined last week. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just always just stop, stop by, and it's such a fun game. And again, with Persona 4 Ultimax, Arena Ultimax coming out soon. Um, well, being ported soon. If you want some context with Persona 4, you can just watch my stream and you'll get some. <laughs> yep. Cool. And you can find me at Cody Omer on Instagram. Oh, in closing, keep praying. Keep gaming. I said that backwards. God bless. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.